Welcome back to the With Joe Webby podcast. Um, today, I'm going to refer to one of the blogs I wrote, Build Community or Die Trying, which was a lot of fun to kind of write and explore. Um, just about, well, the ways I've tried to build more connection into my life, in particular this year. It's been a very powerful year for doing so. Because to refresh your memory, we've talked a lot in recent episodes about that important of importance of social connection in our lives, the quality of our relationships, not just having relationships, but the quality of our relationships, right? Harvard, Harvard study, all that stuff we talked about, really cool. So in the very in the introduction episode uh, of this podcast, episode 000, I talked about that whole duality most of most of the listeners of this probably have experienced because you know most of you are like me right uh which was loneliness is often felt most pronounced around other people leaving a big group of people but also the most alive you sometimes feel is alongside other people and it's kind of a wacky thing the the reason i think is that we expect obviously social interaction to bring us joy why, why shouldn't it? Um, but often when it's not with like-minded people or it's not in a group dynamic where we really click in, uh, we're often left desiring. So that's why it becomes kind of important to not just know people and have friends, but to kind of have like-minded people in your life because they're the people you'll get quality social connection and support from. The ultimate example, if you look at any group or community, for example, church groups, right? Church is the ultimate example. Its primary product is community more than anything else. What better way to bring together people who have a shared value set, right? And shared approach and intensity for life than, you know, those people who opt in to, to all go into church, stick around after on, on Sunday for a bit of a chat in the iron and catch up. And that, that creates the community. It brings all the people around you locally into the you know, into the same space. And then you can connect with them there. And it cuts out kind of people who don't value the same things to some extent. So what we all really need to do without creating our own religions is to create our own churches or opt into the, the equivalent church um, for what we value, what we find stock in and what we enjoy uh, we'll talk about interests in later episodes and how they can be a bit of a guide and i will do another episode on this tomorrow about projects but even if you're not a project driven person or you know you, you've already got enough work going on let's think about some of the ways that you can do this so i'll give you one example which has been brilliant this year i've been in and out of but the five thirty club um, started by a couple of good friends of mine since in uh, that I found in Cronulla um, in, in Sydney, Australia. But there's certainly no, no limit anywhere around the world to kind of implementing this, depending on, at this time, there's still COVID restrictions in a lot of other places. But basically, it's this idea of morning community that you meet up with at 5.30 in the morning. You have a power hour normally of work. Some groups meditate. Uh, some groups... Um, you know, go for a, go for a cold swim. Um, my friend Marvin, who runs Longong, they do the swim. They especially did that in winter, and so it's a really powerful 
filter for a community, right? People who are willing, who are that intentional about life to get up at 5.30 in the morning and meet together at a cafe and start the day together. Some people read, some people work on their businesses, some people write. There was no kind of rule about what gets done. When we were doing our one, I actually got even got my managed to get my mum down a couple of times, which is, you know, big achievement for me. So that's really interesting. That, that's been a great way, even that extended network of 5.30 Club, because now they're popping up around Sydney and other parts of Australia and hopefully the world. And uh, yeah, Ori, Vani and uh, Brenton, who kind of kicked that off. I'm really excited to see where that kind of goes. Um, but that is a, a great format and you can just check out 5.30 Club. I'll put a link in the show notes, but you can check that out and see if there's one near you or if you can set one up. Um, another one I always talk about last year, 2019, it feels much longer ago, but good friends of mine, particularly Scott, Nick, Hugh, a lot of the friends I did nonprofit work with, which went down the year before we started doing monthly karaoke. So the last Saturday of every month, um, we'd go to the local karaoke, but we just did it one, one month out of nowhere, uh, just cause it was on and Scott lived close. And we went down and we had a great time at this karaoke night. We realized it's the last Saturday of every month. It's kind of this, there's a bit of scarcity there. It's only one night a month. And, but it was recurring. And I found that remarkable. Uh, And I started to talk about in a lot of my work, this thing called systems of living, which is when you have a routine around something, again, church, like Sunday weekly church, like you don't have to organize logistics, but you know that the people you want to see are there. So it's always great to have systems and routines around connecting with people, especially as we've talked about, it's probably the most important thing in any of our lives. So why wouldn't you build systems and routines around it? So karaoke became that for us. It really (laughs) improved the quality of my life. And when COVID, it's the biggest thing I'm still missing with the, the current COVID level of restrictions in Sydney is missing that bloody karaoke night. Open mic in front of the crowd, you know, we called it came up with a name for it, Hound Dogs Karaoke, T-shirts, um, you know, rules. We have 13 rules for karaoke, but it was great because you'd bump into people you hadn't seen for a while, especially since leaving school, and you'd want to see them more often, so you start inviting them to karaoke because it's on every month. So instead of having to remember those people, all those people you want to see and keep top of mind, you've got that low-friction engagement, and you can bring them into something, and it's there every month. You can't make this month come the next month and karaoke is just great because it dissolves the ego so when you think about what the quality of the group is that opts into the experience you don't get heroes at karaoke right you don't you don't get people there to to prove something or um kind of people that go to like a snooty prestigious place or bar so they can feel special and important like they're upper class you just don't get that at open mic karaoke the pub where, where we went you know all the drinks are $10 because the guys can't be bothered taking change. And <laughs> it's, it's, re- it's really where you're going to get a humble group of people. So it's very powerful when you think about what you're opting into. What's the filter for this group? You know, the people that are going to opt into this are going to be a certain type of people. A few other things this year, I've talked and written about them a lot. They were just so fun. Was Andrew Reese's podcast launch for Hello Stranger. He was really good at making that a very social uh, thing and bringing together strangers for his podcast and he's all about the mission of connection you can check out 
the Hello Stranger podcast. Andrew also recommended I did I do a course called the Akimbo uh, Emerging Leaders Program this year, and that was if anyone's heard of Seth Godin, um, something he, that's where his work is focused at the moment. The Akimbo organization, online education and workshops, and it was basically a way of connecting online with almost 90 other young people from around the world who have now got friends in Costa Rica, um, Nigeria, um, you know, parts of Europe, all over America, and just being able to, everyone loved it because everyone was so similar to one another, but there's such a shortage of connection with those people. It's really quite painful and sad. So whether you call... um, People who are more deep thinking and op- open-minded, it's often hard to find those con- those, those kind of friends uh, in person. A lot of people become more, and this is probably the sort of demographic that I imagine is listening to this podcast, right? And that's why I'm just speaking very openly about this. It's that it's not that anyone is better than another person, but it's the quality of group experience and the support you get that is elevated from what you might find at times with other friends just because of the groups you're all in. Everyone has a deep thinking capacity, but they're not normally in the groups or social situations that bring it out. So what you have to do is kind of change the room, not the people sometimes, and make the theme of the room something and then invite the people in. Sorry to get abstract, but just back to concepts of those kind of friends for emerging leaders and the more deep thinking type of person. A lot of those people become more open-minded and deep thinking by, you know, reading, having travel experiences, getting interested and proactive from a young age in in their own projects or art or entrepreneurship. And so often that experience can be very isolating is what I've found, even from personal experience. We all have that craving for like-minded people. So that's why even if it's online, it's much better than nothing as a way of kind of getting that in your life. So Akimbo is just a great thing to check out any online community but that's one i'm familiar with which is more workshop focused but you will meet kind of like-minded people but there's online communities and all sorts of stuff um, that just become probably interesting opportunities especially in this era we're in covid and whatnot Uh, it's probably a bit early to announce but there's certainly some projects with through do hat labs obviously which i'm heavily involved in which will be about facilitating more online connection and learning, more of that to come. I don't want to get too premature. Um, but I think it's great to if, if there are plenty others creating movements that create connection again and make it easier for us to reconnect because especially as we get more materially comfortable when we live in the West, uh, it's it, it, sometimes it's counterintuitive to connection and finding p- similar people to you. So... I highly recommend thinking about some of those. And the question today to reflect on is, where's your church? Where's your cornerstone system of having community and connection in your life and getting like-minded people? The people you want in your life, if you want to test this, if you want an easy question or metric to test this, the people you want are the ones you can be unapologetically yourself in and around where you don't really have to apply much of a filter. So if you feel like you have to 
the groups you're in, the friends you have now, you have to really warp and present yourself in a certain way to be digestible in the group. That's, that's not a positive experience. And that, I think that exacerbates a sense of loneliness. What we really want is the reverse. So if you don't have that, that's how you know you don't have it. When you've got the community and tribe of like-minded people, uh, you feel like you don't need to, yeah, edit yourself around them. It's quite liberating. So I wish everyone luck making sure that they have quality connection and meaning in their lives. If you get stuck thinking about how you kind of get that for yourself, if you are the sort of person who lacks that bit of community but wants to build community or die trying, just remember there's a little lesson I give you. I try and remind you over the end of every podcast episode. The best way to open a thousand doors for you is to concentrate on opening doors for others. And I'd be quite sure that by doing that, you'd get one step closer to having some more quality relationships in your life. This has been the With Joe Eby podcast. We will be continuing on this theme tomorrow, talking about projects. Thank you.